one. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Salemites. We are Soap Dish Salem Style, and we are ready to get this week going. Say hi to our people, Tony. Hello, everybody. Ariette. Hi. Let's get this show on the road, folks, because it's been a busy week in Salem, a very, very busy week. First off, we're going to start off with the Salem Spectator Special Report. Oh, y'all, y'all know how excited I am. Y'all know I'm ready. Jamie Lynn I tagged you when this news dropped because I knew you were going to have a Twitter party. Jamie Lynn Bauer is coming back to Days of Our Lives. Oh. It's only for five episodes, but I'm so excited. I don't care. (laughs) If you know me. Why she's coming back. If you know me, you know I stand Laura Horton down in these streets. So this is the most exciting news I could hear, which goes back to my theory. I know you two know my theory, but I haven't discussed it on the podcast. Do did you mention it in our top five? I don't know. Maybe you did. I don't think I did because I was listening to it the other day. I don't think I did. I mentioned her and Jack's affair. But no, I don't think you mentioned the uh, the theory. I don't remember it mm-mm. on the but podcast. Do y'all think that Laura Horton is Gwen's mother? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't see how that. I mean, I, I could see why everybody thinks that, and it was my first thought too. But as I'm thinking about it, Laura was on screen the entire time. But, how- but Think about it like this. If we're going off of that logic, Paul wouldn't be here. Yeah, but that's not but that's not even a good argument because you can John was on screen, yes. But we can we can fan wank and twist John's affair with Paul's mom into his history. John wasn't on screen the next nine months not being pregnant when he should have been. Laura was. True. Mm. But then again, I'm watching that whole little little thing go down. Laura was in and out. Like when I say in and out, she'll be gone for like a month and then come back. Now, granted, that's not enough time, but it's safe. Right. Now, <laughs> if there's ever like a five or six month span where she might be gone, okay, maybe. Now, is it possible that she might know? who Gwen's mother is because maybe Jack said something during their time at the clinic. Possible. That could be another one. But but I also don't think she would only be here for five episodes if she were Gwen's mother. Who knows? They might think wanna... everything is possible in the soaps. So yes. I wouldn't be mad if that's the case because like she's going to if the theory is true, she's going to be Abby's sister and aunt. Like, come on. I that is I so big. It's going to be, it's, it's basically another version of Hope and Julie. Right. Basically. But like. Y'all know I wouldn't I be mad because, you know, I wanted Jack and Laura to get together after that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. But I uh, do think that would be very so, especially Jen. Imagine the Jen aspect, not only that, the Abigail aspect, not only that, Chad slept with Gwen. 
So not only did Chad sleep with Abigail's sister, she slept with her aunt. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Now, am I crazy to think that Katie McLean actually looks like she could be Jamie Lynn Bauer's daughter? Like, No, because when she first came on, I said, damn, that was good casting because she looks just like Laura. Right? Okay, that's what I thought too. I'm kind of really excited to see how they play off of each other. And then Marcy Miller, even though she looks more like Missy Reeves, you can see the resemblance of Katie McClain as well. And the, oh. and she and Katie, I said this last week, she and Katie play off of each other really, really well. Exactly. First I used to off, think Marcy, Marcy Miller has been Marcy Miller has been playing. Oh yes, general. we will, we we will, will get to that, that but... in a little bit because I do believe we have one other little piece of news. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We have now gotten our first look of Linda Dano as Vivian Alamein. And she looks I good. will say I approve. I really do. I, I like it. <laughs> I 100% approve. The hair is much improved. It actually does not look like a wig, which thank God, because the wigs they have. No, you, you can see her in. scalp. It's not a wig. Like the it's wigs, not a wig. The wigs they had Robin Strasser in were terrible. I wonder if that was that was her choice. I'm gonna guess because I think because of COVID, they're doing their own hair and makeup now. So I'm gonna guess it was her own choice and it was a good choice. Like this no, look. I was talking about uh, Robin that she wanted like wigs. Oh, the wigs? Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I mean, I know she loved it. I don't know if those were all her choices though. No, but like sure. I look at this picture. And it just, I still see Vivian. I still see Vivian too. Like I'm just so excited for her take. I I love seeing different actors play roles that I that I really love that I've grown to love. So seeing Linda as Vivian, as someone who I have no clue about, it's gonna be exciting for me. Like a whole new experience with well, her. I will, I will say this. The next full holiday weekend, we will be having a top five recast podcast. Mark this down, folks. It might be MLK weekend. We will be having that. So I feel we like need to have that. we need to do best and worst. Ooh, child. Everybody know Cherry the Ram is going to be number one. But... Oh, hell yeah. I know. But there were other bad ones, too, that really need to be discussed. But, oh, well, that's all the news. It was a slow news week, so. I guess it's time for the weekly recap, folks. How did y'all feel about the week, first off? I felt it was a mostly good week. I felt like it had a good balance, and then we got to Friday. I think, I think the um, a shift has happened this week. I really enjoyed this week. It has been solid for the most most part i think friday was the worst outside of ilani in my opinion um but the rest was just like it wasn't necessary but otherwise it has been a really solid week in my opinion um i feel like this week it ebbed and flowed um monday it started off a little slow then tuesday it picked up even more wednesday and Thursday were at peak great soap. And then Friday it just went down. 
fast. Other than the Elani stuff, I was very, and maybe the Bonnie stuff, I was very. Oh no, down home Southern Bonnie has got to get the fuck off my screen. I like Bonnie. Like, I don't hate her. She's my girl's mom. She's my Mimi's mom. So I can't hate her. We'll get to it, y'all. But Friday, I, I was just watching the screen like, my God. Did I have a stroke? What is this? <laughs> do, do I smell toast? Uh, <laughs> I was just very confused. But let's start off with the biggest story of the week. Charlie is caught up, y'all. He, it's over for him. It's curtains. First, we see Allie and Claire discuss her relationship with Charlie at Julie's place. I was about to call it... Um, Doug's place? <laughs> no, I wasn't even going to call it that. I was going to call it shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, we also see Allie run in with Charlie at the end of that meeting, and she becomes suspicious. She starts to feel things towards him, and she takes her fears to Marlena. Meanwhile, in Philadelphia, John and Steve continue their investigation and discover that Charlie is Ava's son. Meanwhile, again, there was a lot happening this week, folks, a lot happening. Charlie and Claire get ready to knock some boots, y'all. <laughs> but <laughs> was stopped by Charlie and Claire before they hit the sheets. Not Charlie and Claire, Ben and Marlena before they hit the sheets. Let's discuss, y'all. All right. So I've got two things I want to say, and they're kind of connected to each other. One, I am very glad that the thing that is making Allie want to talk to Marlena is not the conversation that she had with Steve but the fact that she was triggered by another memory. Yes. That makes me feel somewhat better about this. I hate, hate, hate the fact that she was wrong and that Charlie is the rapist. We know that. I've gone on record saying it on Twitter here, but at least she isn't taking Steve's word as a reason to doubt herself. She was triggered when Charlie said Arrivederci. And I guarantee you he said that to her the night of the rape. Why did why did that man have to rape her? Oh my god! Oh, I know it's so bad, but, but also it's because, not. It's because to me, he's just that awkward, rootable guy. When you, when you forget that he raped Allie, which you can't really forget, but just in that little interaction with Claire and Allie, it was like, my god, you're such a rootable character. I know, but then creepy. I was getting all kinds of creepy vibes in the scenes with him and Claire. Because it felt like he was trying to keep his inner creeper at bay. First off, that whole... It, I wouldn't say it was he was doing that. He's just an awkward individual. He's an awkward right, character. But, and it, if I had watched that without knowing that he raped Allie and without knowing that he is capable of the sexual violence that he's capable of, I would completely agree with you. Watching it and also watching years and years of criminal mind and like being able to connect dots in my head i was looking at it and i'm going he's trying to keep his inner psycho out i think he's the type of uh, person who's like really manipulative like control freak but on the outside like tony said he's this sweet guy so like i he always came across as bland to me. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. What is this character doing on screen? Like, I didn't feel anything about Charlie until, like, he turned around and became this bad guy. 
But yeah, I noticed a few things. Like he was really clingy towards uh, Claire. I, I'm, but it's Claire. She should like that considering who she is. <laughs> but also, too, but, I want to say that I'm very proud of Claire. Yes. In the scene she had with Ali, she's self-aware enough to know about her past mistakes that she's made. And she's consciously trying not to repeat those mistakes again with Charlie. Tony, I swear we're the same person. I swear we're the same person because I have that in my notes. I love that she is growing. Now, if only they can get rid of that damn singing career. Oh my God, that song sounded like cats dying. First off, you're talking about Charlie being a creeper. If I was going to go to bed with a woman and she played an original greatest hit by her, it would not, I probably would have went home because that was the most awkward moment I have ever seen. That's like, you're going to bed. Who's a singer that everyone knows? God. Um, does Isabel, does she sing? I don't life? think I don't so. think so. Sure. so Olivia I think- did, but I don't think Isabel does. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I've been wondering. I was about to tweet it when I watched it a second time a few days ago. But I was like, let me just Google or search her Instagram or whatever. I didn't find anything. So I was like, hmm, maybe it's just like production coming up with something. Like okay. Lindsay, I just came up with Lindsay, an example. Lindsay Arnold sings. She has a beautiful singing voice, but I don't think Isabel does. No, I haven't heard heard or seen anything, no. So... I don't think she does. I don't but think here's she my either. example. That's like, I'm finna go to bed with Shania Twain. And she gets ready to play, man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> Which instantly, my response will be, that don't impress me much. <laughs> Which one of those two are going to get the title line for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> But it was just very weird. And I was like, Claire, whatever man you find this, don't ever do that again. But um, what else happened? Okay. Switching to the John and Steve thing for one second. Did anybody else did anybody else want to slap the shit out of Steve because he was incredulous that John figured out who Charlie was? Quite honestly, John could have did this by himself. Yeah, Steve was not needed. It like, was, his presence was like pointless. Like, like literally, I, um, this entire theory is your idea. You don't want to believe your wife when you ask her to perform a DNA test. You come up with this outlandish theory. Everybody thinks you're insane. Yes, you ended up being correct. That is not the point for the sake of this argument. But somebody is trying to tell you that you're right and you're telling them that they're wrong. Like, what? <laughs> and I know it's a little bit early to do our watching it wrong segment, but to all of the tweeters out there who tried to give Steve the credit for putting this crap together, no. guess what? It was, he never he still met Charlie. Him. You could see John literally like processing everything. You could see his wheels like, turning. And when he heard the name Charlie, he was like, okay. This would have been an excellent place to use flashbacks. First off, first off, first off. Exactly. For people giving Steve credit, he's still a terrible person. No matter where you try to wrap it. Oh, what he always knew. No, he was a terrible person because he always got it. But he didn't do anything. Exactly. He just came up with this theory 
that may or may not be true, like generally, if you think about it. But John figured it out when Angelo told him, oh, this is my, what is it? Co- nephew? No? Cousin. Cousin. Cousin, thank you. I'm so confused what he was at first. I was like, what is he? And then he said cousin. Um, like when uh, he said Charlie's name, something snapped in John's head. And he was like, oh. And it wasn't the aneurysm, folks. And it wasn't even <laughs> just the name either. It right. was the fact that he was nerdy. The fact that he's good with numbers. And oh, right. Like it, he was literally putting all of the pieces together. And, and you could see that thought process. Like on you know what? You could see it. What was really great about those things is it reminded me of classic John, 80s and 90s John. Well, uh, I'll say 80s John, because 90s John kind of, well, pre-Christian John, because once John got infiltrated by Christian, he kind of lost all of his brain. He had his moments in the middle of Christian, too, because he kind of pieced together that Marlena was kidnapped by Stefano. You haven't made it to that part yet, but. I kind of wish what like Tony said that they used flash flashback to see how John figured it out. Because like, you remember what they did for the unmasking, like exactly that him. was. I was about to bring it up, like the unmasking. You saw him like these flashbacks to Chris uh, Cole and whatever, and I just wish we saw a few flashbacks of Charlie, like during the non-wedding and questioning him and whatnot. And yes. I also love that John and Marlena were basically figuring it out at the same time because while John and Steve were off in Philadelphia putting the pieces together, that's when Marlena and, and Allie were talking. And Allie were having the conversation and Allie was saying like, am I always going to be triggered every time I see a guy who reminds me of Trip?" And so after... And she after- was like, well, they do kind of resemble each other, don't they? And hmm. people... I noticed people talking about that re- resemblance resemblance thing, and I'm not thinking I'm, like I'm looks. not seeing it, and I'm not seeing it either. But also, too, like I don't see, think like as of it, like uh, they look similar, but like they have the same type of mannerisms, maybe exactly like the typical boy next door, like sweet guy type of thing. That's how I yeah like, interpret it. Not like, oh, they look similar. But speaking of Philadelphia, I would like to bring this point up. Do you think that it's time to officially bring the mob to Salem? It's coming. It is coming. And I don't mind the mob stories. I I don't either because, let's be honest, we don't have a villain in Salem anymore. They keep popping Orpheus in and out of town. Uh, Clyde I wouldn't even count him as a villain because he always fails at something. He His plans never go through. Ava, I don't see Ava being a long-term villain because Ava, to me, is like Stefano. We could not deal with Stefano being in town two, three years at a time. It worked better when he was weaving in and out of town. And I feel like Ava is that villain to be in and out of town. But I feel like if we have the mob, we will always have some kind of story going on. They're not trying to paint her as a villain. That's the that's the issue. But see, they're not also working hard to redeem her either. Either. Yeah, they're, but she's just herself, and which is fine. Let her be herself. I like Ava. Like I, I don't outright hate Ava, but I would prefer it if they kept her as a villain. Right. Like if if they just let her be who she is. Like I did feel bad for her with the whole drugging thing 
And like Tamara Braun did great, and I did kind of see chemistry with her and Rafe in that like two minutes. Wait, wait, wait. We're good to that. We'll get. We'll get to, okay, we'll get there later. But going back to what I was saying with Marlena and Allie, um, you could see Marlena was listening back, which I love that she does this. It's something she's done for years. She was listening back to her session with Allie. And she was starting to kind of maybe put the pieces together. And then you had John doing it at the same time. And it really just kind of worked. It was a really good se- Now, the only bad thing about this part, this storyline, is how they got Ben involved. That was yeah. random, but I it think... It was very random. It worked, but to me, it would have made more sense if Ben actually had an appointment. Or yeah, if I, we I had actually like seen Ben prior to that, prior yeah, or to this, but it was like last time we saw him was Christmas, and then randomly, four days after New Year's, he comes in. I'm seeing Sierra, this, that, and the third, and I'm like, we haven't I, I, seen that. Was it cut? I, I think it might have been, honestly, but I do feel like that's laying groundwork because the central part of his story towards the end of January going into sweeps is going to be go venturing to figure out the truth. Which of I what don't mind. Which I don't I mind don't it mind. either, but they should have built random. up more. Yeah. Because no, I get what you're saying. I love the scenes though, obviously, but I do I did enjoy that and I did kind of view it as like gra- laying groundwork for him deciding to I mean, go. Don't get me wrong, it was good and it made sense. But at the same time, it was like you're doing a lot of show, a lot of tell, but don't show. I would rather you seen, rather seen that he was visualized as sea error or this, that, and the third, and then he comes in. Yeah, I I agree with you there. I agree too because it's not that I I don't usually enjoy Ben that much. Um, I have always these past few months. I always change my mind about him, but like as of right now, I don't really care because he's just like there. So this was random, but I <laughs> I really enjoyed him him on Thursday's episode. Oh my I god, did too. I thought he was great. I was like, dying. I, I just wish his main story because he's basically a back burner character now, and that to me is weird considering last year, but. Like, I wish to build more on his story. I also wonder if it's because they used his guarantees up so much towards the last half of last year that they kind of have to rest him a bit before they can kick off the next part of his story. I think they do that with a lot of characters because... um, But they can still, like... He he was gone for a long time. Yeah, he was gone for about about three weeks. So, like, at least... And even when he came back, it was just, like, for Christmas... And then, and then he disappeared again, and then he just pops up in Marlena's office, and I'm like, my God, where the hell is he been? Yeah, I'm like, what? Like, he talked about, I don't know when it was, Tony, you know, all of Sin stuff, but he talked about looking for Sierra, like he had a map. Yeah, so in the three weeks when we didn't see him, because we saw him... There were three weeks we didn't see him after the blackout, and exactly. her memorial October, November. right so it was like after the blackout and her memorial after all the stuff with vincent 
there were like three weeks we didn't see him and then he saw Claire within those three weeks when he was off screen he was off searching for Sierra he was searching the woods looking for any signs that she might be alive the thing is like because he was off screen doing this the, it left no impact on screen in my opinion because we exactly. didn't see him and we, he in my opinion it looked like he were, was working harder to help find Claire on screen then look for Sierra which happened off screen you know what I mean we should have seen that I don't care about sin but we should have still seen that those scenes at least at least well one I don't scene. think he was working harder I think he was no but trying... I mean like they showed it on screen yeah I know I, I get what you're saying there I mean it, it, it is a classic me. case of you're telling too much and not showing us and it, it's very off-putting to the audience well, yeah. not for me, but that's because I love them. And I like, I love the fact, I, I, I love just knowing that there is part of him that doesn't believe that she's gone. Even though he's being, he's being told that she's gone, he can't really let himself fully believe it. And I love the fact that he's out there looking for her. I love the fact that his story, once this whole little thing with Claire wraps up, is going to be getting to the truth and I'm really excited for that like I can't wait for that hopefully we we, we will see at least something no we will because like... Rob said something uh during press day that there he was his arc going forward is going to be finding Sierra and that he's going to be working okay. with somebody to make that happen and I do believe that person is going to be wrong yeah, because I feel like talking about it but not showing it, like they're gonna start it left showing no, it soon. no impact on me. I'm like, whatever. He's just talking about it, but we don't see him do it. Like it was just weird having him uh, off screen and like off the canvas for such a long time, and then talking about it, but not and not showing it, and then he disappeared and come back again, and it was just like. I don't know, the pacing of it all was just off. Yes. So that's why like, I haven't felt anything about it, what he's doing. Maybe when it picks up, I will feel differently, but I don't really care about Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pick up in the next couple of weeks, but going so back we'll see. going back to um, you know, Marlena and, and Ben, I do like that he, he wanted to help Marlena find Claire and that he didn't even need to fully know what was going on. All he needed to know was that Marlena had a bad feeling and that was enough for him. I'm glad that it was all like. Yeah, I, me too, because everybody's been telling Allie's business and Marlena is the one person that hasn't. And this is going okay. to Okay, now I know you're probably referring to Roman on that one, but let me- No, everybody. No, everyone, like. Everybody's been talking. Claire told Charlie. Yeah, Roman I hated told that. Oh. Or- that should be fair with Roman. Roman is only telling people he feels shouldn't know. But like but everyone it's... has been telling Claire's uh, Allie's business, and that's not okay. Like even if it wasn't because even about Nicole this, told Kayla. Like okay, and hey, y'all know I'm in the call stand, but I this kind of like, reminds was... me of JJ telling everyone that Lonnie was pregnant. <laughs> like, don't tell everyone you're like other people's business if john and marlena are literally the only two people in ali's family who have not spread her business everywhere Uh, okay now with roman i feel like roman 
is the only one who did tell her business, but was kind of in the right because the only two people, the only people he no, told was with Kate. a secret like this, it is not your secret to tell. First of all, a man should not be speaking on. Well, I this. look at it like this. It'll be different if he just randomly told, let's say, a. I'd be like, you bastard! Why are you telling people? But he told Kate, which is her, her grandmother. Well, Kate told him. I'm, but I just the whole like I like don't if, the fact that if, people are talking about her like her business out in the open like that, and Marlena is making a point not to. And this brings me to something that I want to discuss, which is a column for days. Well, I thought we were going to talk on, on that at the end. Well, we could, but they brought something up in the article that is pertinent now. They said that they didn't understand why Marlena was refusing to say anything until John came back and that it turned her into uh, a weak woman or some crap like that. And I'm sorry, she did the right thing because she's not going to speak on something that she's not 100% sure of the entire situation and she wants to protect Allie and Claire. True. And I would if also you like view to... that as weakness, then you're watching it wrong. I will... But as for like Roman, I want to say people, a lot of people were mad that um he kind of revealed it to Sammy. But I was like, oh, I was only because he knew. He knew two weeks prior that Sammy didn't know. But here's the thing. We were a month and a half in by then when he said something. So I'm like, I'm getting real sick of this. No, whole it was it was two weeks ago. It was literally but even two still, weeks before that happened. But he even still, but even still, that is that girl's mother. And she should have known. I get it. I get it. This is family. I get it. Like, fine. But it's still not her, his business to tell. It is still and, not. And even still, he didn't it's, even it's, tell her flat out what went down. But no, still, but he, it, he it backed awkward. Allie into a corner into telling her. He should have kept his mouth shut. Like, I, at, at listen, the same I'm time. the type of person who's honest, as really honest. And I get it when people like, I don't say more. Like, but Telling other people's business, no, especially with Roman being a man, like he's not that's not his place. But here's the thing, he didn't flat out say that. He was like, I'm just proud she overcame what she overcame. Yes, and, but she he knew that Sammy didn't know the circumstances. But behind this is him. two weeks that behind. Was that was two weeks before. That is that woman's mother. You would think that her mother would know by now considering they tried to put this man in jail. I'm mm -hmm. getting real sick of this narrative that nobody should tell Sammy this or we're going to keep this from Sammy. And then a it's month Allie's or two down... It's choice to tell no, Sammy. And I get that. And I really do. But at Allie, the same time, you can't slap Allie. that man's hand because she they, didn't know. They have to, they have to convince Allie to tell her and that's fine but at the same time you can't get mad because he asked him he read the look. room he started talking and Allie and lucas's face immediately changed by then it was too late listen it's just not a marbles mcpugman issue it's <laughs> no, it's, no it's not just him they too. do that with every I love other but like i love that nickname it's not just an issue with roman it's we an have, issue like, with everyone I'm getting real yeah, sick of a lot this. of character. 
characters have been telling her story like her business to others and then that has been frustrating and wait like none of it like none of the focus has been on her point of view it's always what like this character it's not just with Roman. It's not just with Ali's rape. It's more of the whole family gangs up on Sammy. And I'm not really a big Sammy fan like a lot of people on Twitter is. But the whole family gangs up on Sammy is like, okay, we're just not going to tell Sammy this, this, and the third. The whole town ends up finding out some way, somehow. And then they expect everyone to be quiet about it. And then get mad at the person who lets it slip. But there's a reason why the family is like, uh, like let's. I'm sorry, let's, you don't examples. tell Hurricane Sammy because you don't want to deal with Hurricane Sammy. And I and, get that, but at like, the same time, example, you can't Belle, penalize she's someone. At, she's mad at at Sammy for a justified reason. I see people like, oh, why is she's ups- Why she is upset with uh, Sammy? Well, she just let out her arch enemy out. Oh, like, yeah. The people like, who think that Belle has no right to be angry at Sammy need to shut the entire it wrong. I'm sorry. I'm exactly. I'm sorry, but they are because and they think that because Belle quit being her lawyer, that what Sammy did was justified, and Belle should just suck it up and deal. Fuck that noise. Jan has been like she's their enemy. She has done a lot of. Can we swear here? Yes. Yes. Fucked up shit towards Sean Bell and whatever. And, like, how do fans expect, like, Belle to just be okay? Like, come here. She, and she shouldn't. I mean, Don't get me wrong. Her- Sammy, Sammy is a hurricane. And she, I yeah, love sometimes- her for it. I love her oh, for I it. Oh, I love her, too. I don't exactly. want her, her hurricane ways to change at all. And but- sometimes it's best to keep that secret from her. But here it is, two, three weeks down the line, something, like, they did that with the pregnancy. Yes, it was her right to tell her, but you can't get mad if somebody accidentally slips up and was like, well... But that's Allie, not how she found out. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just giving an example. They can't get mad at someone for accidentally slipping up on something she should have knew about her child already. Well, with the Roman thing, yes, we can because he should have read the room. It was too late, but again, this is something that should have been discussed. I feel like this is something that was dropped by writers. It should have been. It would have. It was also dependent on. It was also dependent on Allie's availability. Allie was in Vancouver shooting Hallmark movies up until right when she came in to film that Zoom. So they dealt with it when they could. Also true, but this should have been a conversation with Roman, Marlena, John, somebody with Allie. Be like, okay, we're not pressuring you, but it's about time you told your mother what's going on. Lucas has been trying to convince her. Marlena, people have been trying to convince her to tell Sammy. We haven't seen it, though. Yes, we have. Yes, Give we have. Give an example, because I can't remember that at all. Lucas Lucas said, I think we should tell your mother right right. That was when, at the beginning. Now, at the beginning, I understood. No, no, no. The day wanted. that she found out that the charges were, that Trip wasn't going to have charges pressed against him in London. Before, before he mentioned the Allen thing, he did mention maybe we should tell your mother. I'll give you that because I, I genuinely don't remember. I'm just really getting sick. And it's, I'm just really sick of everybody. Okay, let's not tell Sammy. And then when one person slips up, everybody wants to spank their hand. 
it's getting old. Either you tell her or you just damn don't. Because I'm getting but real. It, it's a trope that's getting really old at this point. Everybody ganging up on Sammy, and then when somebody speaks the truth, it's wrong. But this time when people gang up on her when she comes to town, it's gonna be deserved. Oh yeah, definitely. But as I'm talking for as like not telling what happened to Allie. But oh yeah, when she comes back, I definitely deserve think that Belle should pop her in the face. But we're gonna move on to the next subject. Okay, guys. Second storyline of the week. Ava's mad soup party. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you titled it. I love it. <laughs> Oh, uh, basically, Charlie reveals that he's been drugging Ava's soup, I guess. And now she's having hallucinations while Charlie is away that she, that Charlie killed Tripp and Steve took him away to bury him, which was very, very weird. Very weird. I don't think an entire episode needed to be wasted on this hallucination. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. And I'm eventually, also- <laughs> Ray finds her at the Dirty Mac and on Eric, but we're going to talk about that later. Finding her. And he took her to the hospital. Honestly, I feel like this could have been done better, but. Oh, 100%. It could have been done better. There was no reason to waste an entire episode on her hallucination. We knew she was hallucinating. We didn't need to see the hallucinations. I do kind of feel bad that Charlie is doing to her what her father did. Because she, yes. I mean, She's she's like she's evil and she does a lot of things, but that's going to bring up a lot of trauma for her. And I did kind of feel bad, like in that respect. I need to like uh, get my memory like freshen up for this, like uh, refreshed. Sorry, what did her father do? When her father, this? the first time we met Ava, she was locked up in a room. Was this and back it, in 2000 and... Yes, in 2008. Okay. And it was revealed that her father was drugging her food and making her think she was crazy. Oh, Lord. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Man, that was such a long time ago. Okay. And okay. they used it as a way to kind of redeem her from everything she did. Like, they were saying it was because of the drugs that were in her system because of her father. That was okay. how they were kind of able to redeem her and have her living in Salem after everything she did. Okay, I don't remember that storyline at all. So this, um, so that makes sense. Uh, I just feel but... like that whole storyline was just rushed, kind of pointless. The original one in two thousand eight or this? No, oh, this one. I would have rather Rafe would just got that call from John, and then he opens the door, and we see Ayla tied up. I felt, but he, and then we saw oh, yeah. a few hallucinations. But spending the whole episode, yeah, on, that didn't need. That was unnecessary. Like we could have just literally seen little flashes, or even if she looked at Rafe and saw Charlie, that would have been enough for us. Well, to I think yes. so too. Did she? She hallucinated in on Wednesday's episode, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it? It was Wednesday because it was the same time that Marlena and Ben were having the conversation. Because right. I remember saying, yeah. "Yeah, that wasn't necessary." Like just hallucinating when Rafe found her uh, that would have been enough like having an entire episode of hallucinations just nah it was just too much it wasn't Cameron was doing some um, very good acting though oh yeah I have to to shout out to Rafe 
when he found her, he was like, ma'am, are you okay? What like, the how- hell does it look like? I know, but to be, to be, my mother pointed this out to me because I, I said, I said the same thing you did when I, but when I was watching with my mom, she pointed this out to me that from the angle he was looking at when he came into the room, he couldn't see that she was gagged. Couldn't, she, but he could see though she was, she was tied on the floor. to a chair. Right, but he couldn't tell that she had a gag in her mouth, so he was expecting her to answer. But at least, like, seeing her, t- I think he could have seen, like, uh, her being tied to the chair on the floor, like that, from his point of view. So, but I get it if he didn't see her gagged, but her hands, at least, <laughs> it just like it just sounded so weird. Like, but I will say, like, a like the freakout scenes when like she woke up and Rafe was there. Like Tamara Braun did great with that. Uh, like I will say, Tamara Braun did great with the material, and I did kind of see chemistry with Rafe and Ava. I, I did think, as well. I think Tamara did great um, when Rafe found her, but the scenes in, at the hospital, like it wasn't. Uh, as good in my opinion it was terrible it was pointless like I thought her performance started off really strong the only part that really went downhill the only part that really made sense and was good for story is when Ava and Kayla were talking and she revealed that she had another son named Charlie Yeah. but at the same time I was like everybody else has already figured this out you know what I mean it was kind of like, yeah, you basically confirmed everybody's theory, but at the same time, I just didn't like the story, like this part of the story, because it was just it dragged the episode. It dragged, it dragged. very like it, it was very slow. We saw her hallucinate for forty minutes, and then just they were uh, struggling with something when. It was a struggle for me to get through. Right? Yes, she should be on air in February because she was on set the week, the last week before they went on holiday break. I'm going to say this February sweeps, February sweeps. That's when it's going to go off. That's what I think. Yeah. And this is kind of the preamble to that. Exactly. They're building up to something happening. And I think he's, it's going to be a whodunit type of story. That's my guess. Like, maybe not who done it, but like, I kind of wish it was because something is gonna happen to Charlie. That is what. Either is something's gonna weird. happen to Charlie, or Charlie's gonna try to do something, and then something's gonna happen. Like all, like all roads are converging to violence. I just don't know. <laughs> just no, know how. Exactly. Well, I'm looking. But yeah, I can that. see. I just feel bad for Claire. And I feel so bad for Claire and for Allie because the first guy that cl- that actually likes Claire for Claire and not as a second fiddle to Sierra. And we need to talk about Claire that- more. I, I feel like we- that's gonna. I feel like that's gonna be a big discussion next week. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I, based on the promo, I think she's gonna get big focus next week, so our Claire right. combo can kind of move to them. But. I would like to point out that this is how like much of a drag this story was. We went back to the last storyline we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, true. 
Okay, let's move on to the next one. Hell have no fury like a devil or a skull. Mm, yes, I've been wanting to talk about this all night. Ooh, ooh. That's Wild my girl. Chat. Let's talk about it. Wild chat learn chat chat. Chad learns that Abigail was faithful, and Abigail learns of Gwen's scheming. I wanted to say Gabby for a minute. My God. Also, Abigail, uh, can I speak now? <laughs> Abigail confronts both Chad and Gwen about their whereabouts and schemes. Okay, I just want to say it. When Abigail came down those stairs into the the mayor living room and start sending it off like diary of a mad white woman. I was screaming. For that is Marcy whole... Miller's Emmy reel, hands down. That was amazing. She ate that scene up. It was not a chair, not a pain. The Steph no painting gone, y'all. She ate it. And we say it in a good way because chewing scenery can both be either good or good bad. Good or bad. She, she ate anyway. that scene. Up. And y'all know Marcy we ain't got no money for no new sex. Y'all know we don't have no money for no new sex. And she still ate it. Oh my but god. But it was so good. Like that I had is, to watch it twice. Like I have to watch it after this because it was that good. Now, I, I will love, say this. love, love, love the, the scene when she like she was going off and then she Oh, I think like, I, I think you I think I know what you're gonna say because me too. When it hit her, like oh. that she they might have slept with each other, and she was like oh. Like she just turned around and her facial expression. Her face oh. and when her oh, okay, here's my thing. My question is, did was that a confirmation that they told Abigail? No, it was not. That's her mind. They lied to her. They and technically okay. they didn't lie. Because the question was, did you take advantage of my husband? Exactly. And the answer to that is no, because Chad was the aggressor the entire time. But I look at like this. When you ask the, somebody, the did you spend is, the night with someone? When I ask someone, did you spend the night with somebody? I'm automatically thinking, y'all slept together. You know what I mean? So I feel exactly. like. Do we actually they, think they slept together? Uh, there's this theory that uh, that I'm on right now. I am not sure they slept together. I think Gwen is using this to her advantage because she has that other thing against the Devereux family. And now that Chad was like vulnerable and being an asshole and. I agree. Okay. Here's my She's theory. She's going to use it to her advantage to further twist the knife. Because, listen, okay, it's COVID. We have all of these restrictions and like we all of that. But we didn't see anything other than them lying naked. And Lord knows yes. we could because, hello, Kate and Jake. Yeah. Exactly. But so I don't, I, I'm not sure. I think Gwen, Gwen is using this. I, I agree. But still, even okay, if they... Okay, here's my theory. Hmm. Parental advisory advised. Hmm. I think he fell asleep on top of her. As in, they started, but he passed out midway. Yep. Oh, that could be... So... Yeah, yeah, because you know what? And that could explain... Because you remember, I think I said this last week, when she was in bed with him, she didn't seem happy, and we couldn't figure out why. If her plan to sleep with him had failed, that would explain the sourpuss. I would, I wouldn't even say it failed per se. I believe it started. Right, but it didn't go as far as she wanted it to. But the fact that she was able to convince him okay, that okay, we all grown here. We all grown here. Let's just put it out. 
he was a five minute man when she wanted a 30 minute session. Oh, so, so you think they did, but he, and he passed out midway. I don't think I, I, I see. I think, I think it's going to be a Lucas, Lucas Bonnie situation. Ooh, God, not again. No, no, no. But just, just as a point of comparison where they didn't actually do, I mean, they did stuff, but they didn't actually do the deed. We didn't have penetration. We'll just mm. put it like that. Yeah. I can see why she uh, was mad. I'm just shocked that because she, she got very, very happy the minute she was the minute Chad left that room and she had convinced him that they slept together. Like that's when she did her happy dance. I don't know. I'm just, I, I do know this. Abigail remembered that her grandmother was Laura Harden and she rolls hair. Oh. And can we backtrack a little and just talk about the scenes with Jack and Gwen on Monday? Hello, Jack Devereaux. I have missed you. Oh my God. That was so good. It was a good day. Monday was a good day for both Jack and Abby, in my opinion. I kind of wish you just would have revealed. That. I want to know what Gwen's secret is. I, I liked That's I the like only Gwen. thing I hate about this story is that we don't know her motives. Yeah, you know, I when wish we, we were watching Sammy's scheme, we knew her motives. When we watched Gabby's scheme, we knew her motives. And we watched Eve's scheme, we know her motives. Right. Without the motivations, you're making me not care. I will say I'm caring more now than I did before because the back and forth with her and Jack piqued my interest i was like oh okay See, it's the opposite for me every week that goes by and i don't know why she's doing this i start to tune out even more now, no i get you i was with you right there last week but i don't know something shifted for me on monday now Same. granted this week brought a new interest into it because people are trying to find out but i think like um the storyline has gone up and down like Throughout the entire time, but like last week, I think a shift happened. I just wish we saw the motives, like the audience could find out. But the characters she's like tormenting or whatever has no clue. But at least we should have known. But still, I'm just interested right now. And I think Gwen, or sorry, Emily, that's her name, right? Yes, Emily O'Brien. Thank you. Um. Like, I love seeing her play a villain. Oh, Ooh, it's so much fun. She's so good. And it's not like in your face type of villain, but like, or shrieking or whatever. She's just like calm and collected and like, but yeah, bitch, I, I did I, it. I and if she, what you gonna do about it? <laughs> I love it. She reminds me of a 90s type of villain. Yeah. She like also had kind of day. reminds me. Of, and this is going to sound crazy, but given our theory, it will make sense. She does kind of remind me a little bit of Jack. She does. And you could see it a lot, especially on Monday. Like when he said, you don't want me for an enemy and I will do whatever I have to to protect my family. Oh, my God. Like that was old school 80s. Jack only you could actually root for him in that mode because when he used to do that in the 80s I didn't like because I was like mm. when they kind of made him a bad guy but right. when he's doing this like motivated by protecting his family like I was like I have missed this version of Jack this is the best he's been since this story kicked off for me 
Okay, I, I would also like to point out, and we're going to talk about this in the You're Watching It Wrong segment, but do y'all think that Abigail is going to eventually leave Chad? She needs to, and I'll be very upset if she doesn't. Same. I think she needs to as well. I love Chubby, but they need they need to be broken and be rebuilt. And I exactly. I don't even I want them to go back to rebuilding at this point. At this I, point, it should be done. I feel like we are going to get a rebuilding phase because of something Marcy said in Soap yeah. Opera Digest for the article for next week when she finds out about Gwen and Chad. She said something along the lines of how did we even get to this place how are we this broken and if they could finally like discuss their issues and figure out where they broke and fix it and actually and be, be the, and actually be the solidified couple that they've been trying to be instead of pushing issues under the rug actually dealing with them i could get on board with them but I, at it, this it needs point to like take I, time. at this point like i, I said last week I would prefer they just divorce for good and go off of the friendly chemistry that they, Marcy and Billy have. I have to be honest, Chabby has a lot of fans. Chabby goes back 10, at least 10 years. 2011, so yeah. Exactly. So they have, their fan base has stuck, on, stuck around for a long, long time. So just divorcing and having them move on will would be, to, in my opinion, a major... It's going to be to the show's detriment because a lot of fans are going to be pissed off. Exactly. I mean, but, but you have to think so, about it like this. So were Roman and Marlena, and look how that went. Yeah, and but we, Roman and, Mar- Roman and Marlena compare. broke up, and then John and Marlena became the bigger, more popular pairing. Exactly. Neither one of them have another pairing waiting in the wings. Well, but that, but here's the thing. The popularity. I, I, I personally like, would be so done with the couple if they were to get back together. And I know a lot of people would feel that way, especially considering everything he said and done these past few months. I think that needs a lot of work. That's the thing they need to rebuild. They need to rebuild their trust, their communication. Ch- uh, Chad needs to work out his issues. I'd rather them bring somebody else on for Abigail. But. And then get, I, give I him the Andre treatment. Like getting another third person, like they've thrown a lot of third third party angst with uh, Chabby. Instead of like throwing that in, they could have their own angst. A couple they can, can yeah, have... they don't need a third party. They don't need exactly. other people. And third they parties are not that bad. I know fans have issues with triangles and third parties and whatever. Like it depends on how it's done. In I, my personal opinion, like... it shouldn't be a party at all. Chad should be but... done for like just done. <laughs> No, Chad, Chad, Chad and awful. Abigail are, have too big of a fan base for them to be permanently exactly. written off. Yeah, that, that is not going to happen. Like they cared about... Like, let's be honest. I think they Chad really fans care about would, fan bases anymore. Chad fans would, would prefer having them off screen if that's the case. Instead of I, like splitting it. But I think a I lot of Chad fans want them to divorce and rebuild and like they want them to like like fix the issues they have. They, I know a lot of fans want them to divorce, like Chabby fans too, so they can 
probably work. They need to break to rebuild. And that's exactly. what I want. I need them to have an honest discussion. Discussions they didn't get to have because the first story was paced so terribly that they had to rush them to a reunion and rush them off screen. Well, to be quite honestly, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. You're just done. I, I, <laughs> You're yeah, like, I'm, whatever. I'm just, like, I'm yeah, but that's it. fine. Like, Considering what he said to her about her and what he said to her. Now, I will say this. If they don't go the rebuilding route and they try to brush everything under the rug and she just forgives him. And you know they're going to do that. Without them getting to the bottom of their issues, then I'll be right there with you and I will be on the done train. They need to have a road to reunion rebuilding. And if they don't do that, then they can keep it. It. It's the same old story time and time again to where Abigail but always gives his that's why That's why they, they don't need another character coming in to mess with them. They need to have the angst of fixing their own relationship. No, it, I don't again. want another character. Like Chad, Chad needs to like need I wouldn't say redeemed but like this character needs a lot of work again. He needs to be rehabbed. Exactly. Like I had a lot of issues with what Chad said last week. Oh, can we talk about the way he was on Monday? When he, he was- put oh. his hand in her face and then started yelling and screaming like a lunatic and refused to believe his wife. I'm just waiting for Abby to slap him. That's why I'm over it. I'm very, very over it. I need... I need slap happy Abby Devro because to slap her, him too. He I know was, she's gonna slap Gwen next week, but I need. I'm hoping he sl- she slaps at uh, Chad too, and they just didn't put in a promo. But because but, Abigail is fine, Abigail is fine, and I'll say it again: Abigail is fine. She really does not have to put up with this. She does no, not. She doesn't. And my thing is too: the re- thing that really pissed me off on Monday is like. He would rather believe that Kate and Jake is alive than believe that he would rather believe that Abigail is sleeping with Jake than have Kate be sleeping with Jake. And I get that they were aiming for it's because he's he feels guilt for what he thinks he did or what he actually did depending on where they go. No, it's just exactly. It's just like at this point you're just terrible. There's no exactly, but because of the words he said last week. I looked at it completely differently. Like I understood where they were going and what they were trying for, but because of what he did last week, it just didn't land for me. Yeah. Like it's at this just, point, it's uh, very 1990s Roman Brady. After it's the way he carried, worse. after the way yeah, he carried on, it was no coming back from that. Now, luckily, I, there was a recast and a big shift that made Uncle Roman our favorite pub owner now. <laughs> it's like, now it's A lot like, of fans still don't like him, though. Uh, so. That's because they'd like to bring up their whole cruise, coast check thing. I don't care. That man has had been the role of Roman way. My, my opinion of Roman has changed. Like, Wayne is the stronger actor for me of the two, but Josh's Roman has gotten better. The most lovable on. Roman to me. Because yeah, I'm... I'm more. I remember more. I haven't gone by, back and watched it all. I'm still in the '60s, uh, through my archive. That is, but um, I only remember like mostly from Josh's Roman. And, I, I mean, but he was kind of, 
He wasn't evil, but uh, Roman has bad. always kind of been a chauvinistic pig of a character. I'm just gonna put it out there. Like and say in it. the mid, even, even Drake's mid- Roman at times had moments where he was kind of chauvinistic, but it kind of played better because it was Drake. I don't remember exactly how uh, Josh Josh's Roman was, but I remember him not being this lovable character that he is to, today. Yeah, when he first remember- came in, he kind of wasn't. But yeah, exactly. I, I like remember him coming in with a wheelchair, him being wheeled in with a bandage. I think once he moved on, that's when he became a lovable person. Yeah, once he actually, I, once they got him with Kate, and he kind of let Marlena go. Yeah, that's when a shift happened. I think. But let's let's think about it like this. Right, if Wayne was supposed to come was to come back as Roman Brady today, let's be honest, oh. we'll all look back and be like, "Ugh, why are you?" Back? I would literally say no. I would keep it. Because it's like Wayne will always be tied to the ro- worst Roman ever. I'm sorry. Exactly. I I don't want that version of Roman back. Yeah. And it's nothing against Wayne. It's strictly because I did not like the writing for him at that time. I whenever I see him now, I think about Alex North. Oh yeah, and that. Oh no 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 no. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> like, I want to talk about it. I want to think about it. Oh my god. Like because that was so current, you know. Oh, as compared God. to his Roman back in the day, like oh. Alex North was at least 15 years ago. So I'm like, that's the first thing that pops in my head because that was a current thing. Like, what what pisses me off about that is they tried to reuse Roman and Marlena flashbacks to make them Alex and Marlena. Like that, that was one... a smart way to do it. Use flashbacks, even if he was. Oh, Roman, it, it annoyed me so much. And like, I didn't even see the story in full back then. But like they showed that they showed the flashback of Roman leaving Marlena after he found out about Belle. And I was like, that is not that is Roman and Marlena. That is not Alex and Marlena. <laughs> How freaking dare you? I gotta give them uh, kudos for being trying to be creative. That was creative, and trying, but yeah. Trying to push it. Like Jer was like James E. Riley. I liked his writing. Okay, a lot of stuff was just like weird but he he knew how to draw fans in and keep them wanting to see more he was definitely very polarizing okay last big story of the week are y'all ready mm-hmm. let's go yep. a baby burglary has happened y'all a baby burglary has happened as we see Eli and Lonnie prepare to bring the twins home we see that the twins are stolen by Dr. Rainer. Thoughts? I will say, I'll just take it off and say uh, South Towers broke my heart uh, with the realization that the twins were gone. Okay. And I'm going to let y'all love- start and then I'm going in last. <laughs> and I love the way that Sal and Lamone both played that. They played it differently. <laughs> like she completely lost it. And he was trying to keep it together, but you could see in his eyes that he was losing it too. But I, so I just want to start off by saying kudos to both of them. But I do want to backtrack a little bit and say that I do think the pacing leading up to the moment where they were taken was a little bit off. I felt like it was a little bit slow and I just kept waiting for the moment where they actually get to realize that their kids were gone. I loved the sweet moments that we got with them but I just was like, okay, can we get to the point where they realize that the kids are gone? 
Um, I agree. I love, love, love the performances. I thought they were amazing. Sal broke my Sal is amazing with the more dramatic storylines, like heavy storylines. So I was like, let's get to the point. Because I thought the pacing like was a bit off. I love the sweet moment they had. Like that gift was so beautiful. It touched my heart. I loved it. I loved seeing I always love seeing them, the romantic moments with them, but I like, they just kept going in and out of that room for like two episodes. And I'm like, just get to the point. I thought the cliffhanger on Thursday would be them walking to the nursery and finding out that their twins were missing. That is how I would have done it. And then Friday would be focused entirely on the kidnapping, you know? But I thought they were great. Otherwise, they were the best part of the episode on Friday. Amen. The pacing was a bit off on Friday, especially. Thursday was perfect. Just, I would have, like, put that in as well. Finding finding out the twins are missing on Thursday. But otherwise, Thursday was solid. Friday was a bit off. Okay, is it my turn? Go ahead. Oh, Lord, help me. Okay. I love the story. Thursday, it was amazing. Let me tell you how good Sal's acting was Thursday. When she was nagging about the car seat, my eyes literally rolled to the back of my head because that is a woman and her child. (laughs) She has that role down pat because that's what any mother of a newborn would have. Oh, totally. And would have reacted. And as a man, my eyes rolled to the back of my head because Lord knows you can't stand a woman nagging over something, especially if it started out as a joke. Then Friday happened. Um, When they noticed that the twins were gone, the first half of Sal's performance was good. I, I was applauding. I was happy. I was like, oh, she's doing this storyline. Great. Then midway through it, it's like she unhinged her jaw. And what Marcy Miller didn't eat of the scenery, she ate the rest of it and it wasn't in a good way. I was not feeling it. It's like she took the class of Robin Strasser's How to Eat a Scene. And I was like, oh, what happened? You were doing so good you were doing so great i don't know what it was was the heavy breathing or the way she hunched over i don't know what it was but it just i wasn't feeling it i've had many a panic attack and they ain't never ate no shit (laughs) like panic attacks like that so i totally totally saw it like oh god she's having a real panic attack i thought first like she was just like really upset but she was having a panic attack and I, I thought you she know was going to get physically ill at one point did you I, know what it reminded me of and I'm almost remember, afraid to ask remember when Julie found out that um oh no you're not comparing it to the David death stuff yes, are you yes no. oh no don't do sound like that she ate no. that scene alive y'all I could I had to pause and was like my god was there anything left that she eat in the studio? Do not do sound like that. No, 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 don't even do it. It was. I thought it should Sal be a Susan C. Four pays a service. 
but I get it. It's your opinion, so I respect that. But I, I just like. And, and, and what's crazy was it was like a total shift because the beginning of that episode when she first found out, I was like, oh, she's doing Emmy. Do you Real think maybe first. it was the directing choices for you, maybe, and like because maybe it was a little bit, it wasn't as close up on her, and we were kind of like further out. And that may be her? it. But even still, a director should have been like, I know we can't do a lot of taste, but tone it down a little bit. Because, yes. But they barely tell, uh, tell Lindsay to tone it down. So, uh, Oh, definitely. They need to tell her to tone it down. So Every I turn. think the but pacing <laughs> was off. So I, ha- I had no issues with Sal's performance. I Me either. I was sobbing like a but baby. But I could see like why Michael felt like it was bo- a bit off. Uh, the episode itself like bugged me. Because it was just like all over the place. So I, maybe like that combined with you not feeling her performance, just like the, the moment that 100% broke me though was the moment where like she's freaking out and, and, and Valerie's trying to convince her that the babies are still in the hospital. And then like when and she- those were good scenes. It was like, remember that part where she was hugging Val and then she let go. And after that, she unhinged her jaw and sucked up the whole scene. And so, I was like, my I want to shout out Vanessa Williams, too, because the moment she where she after. realized that um, the twins were gone. When Abe had brought the main tags back, oh. that's when it got real for me. That was Hard a gut punch for me. When, uh, when Lonnie was crying and begging, like, Please, God, don't, don't let this happen again. Oh my when God. She I just said, don't let this back. happen again. I, I oh. just flashed back to 2018. My baby, I felt so bad for her. Like, while y'all was feeling that, I was like, damn, if she's doing all this, I can only imagine what Julie's gonna do. <laughs> Lay off <laughs> of my girl. <laughs> Enough. Let's talk about the show. You're Look. just being. Hard. No, she was doing but, no. fine. Let it go. <laughs> no, but like I will give her this. Sal was doing amazing work until it got campy. This is a soap. <laughs> but I also got to give Lamone a lot of credit too because, like, oh, Lamone, yeah. he had oh, there were so many emotions in his eyes, and I was, love when I can see the emotion in your eyes. Like if you, you the character was trying to hold it together for mm-hmm. his life. But you just lo- like you said, together. Tony. I loved how they reacted differently. Like they said in in uh, Soap Digest that Eli would try to be calm and Lonnie uh, would basically freak out, and that's in character for them. They've always been like this. Like Lonnie <laughs> reacts strongly, and Eli is more like Measure. he's a calm to her storm. Basically, that's how I called them <laughs> for the last few years, but. Like you could see, like there was a moment um, right after Lonnie was having a panic panic attack. Uh, when they came back, Eli was standing there at the desk, and you could see him like. And wasn't he like, standing in the same place when they were waiting about word on David too? I mean, I know, I, th- I know the yeah. set was different, but yeah, the, it was. But I think so. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was standing around there, just waiting and like walking around and. Oh, God, that was just like when I saw him, he was just trying to hold it together for Lonnie's sake for his. Oh, my God. When you can make me feel something without saying a single word, that's how you know it's good. 
Right. And Marcy Miller did that for me earlier this week, and Lamone did as well. Exactly. I think this this week has reels for uh, the Marcy, for Sal, and Lamone. Oh, 100%. 100%. Especially Marcy and Sal, like their performances. Oh, my God. Woo. And this is just they, the start of the story. Can you imagine? Exactly. Ugh. Oh, Lord. Let's hope. I just. I just can't wait. Like, I don't know if you guys, you probably have seen the spoiler picture of uh, Ilani it, and with Valani. the picture and, and standing exactly. in the Salem PD. Yeah. Do you, Ilani just looks so distant. Like, she's like, she just, you just can see in her face, you want to hold her babies. Like, if you look at the picture, she's like, pre- like, how do you say this? Like, her mind is elsewhere. Her body is there, but she's like, she's like gone. Yeah. And it just breaks my heart to see because she just wants them to come home. She wants them. It feels like half of her heart is missing. Yeah, exactly. And I love that. <laughs> I love that the baby started crying when uh, Amanda, Dr. Rayner had them and Bonnie picked them up. Kid, okay, Dr. Rayner needs to not look so panicked every single time. Like, I would not want her as my doctor at all because it every time she looked so panicked like if you want to pass these babies off as yours you need to not look like you're running from the cops no it it looks like every time she's on screen it looks like she's scared she's not going to get the last Nicki Minaj tickets online (laughs) but I I felt like that fit into the scenes because she took babies and how do we feel that it was Dr. Rayner who actually did the kidnapping now obviously we know she's working for somebody else but I didn't see that coming I don't feel a way until I know that I, I didn't see it coming it. either I thought the person or the kidnapper would actually like just do what she did come into the nursery and take them out of there but I like that um, Dr. Rayner was the one taking them and I went back and watched a little of her, like, spilling the tea to Nicole. And she didn't want to do it, but, like, with Rachel, that is, Rachel. Right. But, um, like, Victor and Alexander forced her, basically. And I see, like, now she lost her license, right? I think so. I'm pretty sure she did. Uh, I remember exactly. I remember what she said. Like, I just skimmed through it, like, quickly. Just want to see like how she reacted and what she told Nicole the last year. Um, but yeah, so like I could see her doing it for money if she has no like. Yeah, because you could tell she doesn't want to be doing this either. You could tell that just from the context of the her side of the conversation that we heard before she ran into Bonnie. Yeah, but and I I'm- will I will say it's smart that they had Dr. Rayner do it a because she's a doctor and can get in and out of the hospital. Exactly. Without detection. Also, too, though, and I, I don't know how to say this uh, tactfully, so I'm just going to say this. If anybody were to run into her with the babies, they wouldn't necessarily be suspicious. Yeah, I, I see, like, what, you, what she's saying there. Because if there was a white woman taking the babies... It would be like, what are you doing? Why is this white women with this black child? Right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to say it. I'm black. Okay, Why? exactly. Why? <laughs> Why? What you doing with these kids? 
And I would have said some too. But um, especially when you looked as worried as she did. But I, exactly. I th- like exactly. she was like, that's why I'm like, why every time you on screen, you look like you scared you're gonna lose out on something. I feel Scott. bad for her. Like, even if she took the babies, I still feel, feel bad for her. But she because she doesn't want to do this. I feel like this. she's doing this for money. Yeah, I think so. Too. Somebody's forcing her, either threatening her or but something. Because like even the tone that she used on the phone wasn't exactly. She wasn't thrilled. Let's say if it is Vivian, we all think like it is Vivian. What kind of connection do do these two characters have? Are we gonna see how like Vivian started, like how she how she found out Lonnie had babies and she wanted to kin- like I want to know but a Lonnie, little bit. Did they know? Lonnie was did they know that Lonnie was pregnant? She knew Lonnie. Yeah, she knew Lonnie was pregnant. She, Lonnie said, "Vivian, please think about yeah, this. You right. would hurt, hurt me. You would hurt the baby." She only knew that they had. She was pregnant with one baby. She didn't know. They didn't Wait a know at the time. Question, question, question. Is Iman coming back? Not uh, that I've heard. No. Oh, this just killed the story for me. We don't know yet. He might. I think so. He he returned last time. So why not? Now, you know, Vivian's scheme without Iman just doesn't hit the same. Yeah, but is it going to feel the same without Luis? If we, sure. if she's good, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. But I think because we didn't, we didn't have, we didn't have Vivian, we didn't have Yvonne during Robin's tenure as Vivian either. That's true. That didn't feel right but, with, with Robin anyway. I think, like, because we saw him last year, there's a pos- possibility that we could see him this year. Especially I- since they left together. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. So, and that's the thing, too. Like, it also feels like she kind of put to bed her grudge with Lonnie before she left. But, like, that was when she found out that she had Jake, but, like, did she know? That he wasn't Stefan entirely. Either or... way, she still killed Stefan. So yeah, I don't so, know. It's gonna be interesting, but like I want to see them build up to like why she did it now uh, a little bit more. But I don't mind it because even if like she was okay with Jake being Stefan, Lonnie still ki- still killed quote and quote and, and quote kill her son. So she. She would still be angry about that. And seeing that Lonnie now how has two babies, twins. Just like she did. Exactly. Let's put that you out there. You would want to get her revenge against her. Like, I get it. It makes sense. I, I, I mean, I look at it like this. Vivian gets her revenge on Lonnie while also being able to raise the twins that she wasn't able to raise. Oh, I didn't okay, think of I it like, see that. like that. I just want to know how she found Dr. Rayner. I just want to I just want to know like how feel, she how she came about this. I feel like this like, is going to be a big chunk of next week. So tune in folks, we have yep. a lot to discuss. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Me too. And now on to the little things. On to our tidbits. Was basically Friday. Friday. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna read my notes just how I wrote them, and these notes are so bad because by this point I was over it. A tries to get in the vows draws again. <laughs> he 
<laughs> look, he shot. Look, he shot a shot. I couldn't go and try it. I don't know why, but Bonnie confronts Philip over Mimi. I'm over that. Kristen confronts Brady for kissing Chloe on New Year's Eve. I will honestly say this is the best thing on this list. Yeah. Um, Nicole talks to Rafe about her marriage. Ugh. And quote me on this. I don't know what the hell Zara is doing on my screen at this point, but it needs to be fixed today. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, uh, can I, can I, we I was, just should we start with what you wrote first? Or like sure. Um, Val and Abe. Mm, I wasn't feeling it. Oh, I, I love I love I love Valerie. I love it. Abe. But together, no. No. Especially now that that they have grand grandchildren, their kids are married, like don't go there. And okay. look, I'm gonna speak on this because I didn't now think they would go there, but I, I couldn't blame Abe for shooting his shot. I, I get that. I get him it. trying, but like no, they're they have grandchildren. Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna speak on this because now my cognac is kicking in. Please stop putting bad with these old men. Please <laughs> don't nobody want Abe old Peter. <laughs> oh my stop god! It. Put Abe, Abe somebody his own age. Abe deserves some love. He does. Oh, don't she- get me wrong, but. He deserves Ooh. it with somebody who will understand that she has to wait until the biography. I need to say something. Um, do you guys, like, if you listen to the conversation, I think they were dropping anvils to Paulina, Jackie Harry's character. Ooh. I think she's going to be the love interest. Because oh my God. That they, they were talking about, they were talking about, like, uh, another woman showing up and she would, like, I don't remember the. Oh my God, you're so right. But I oh can God, live I with just, that. Just I can live with that because Jack K and I can live with that because Jack K and James are around the same age. Val is late forties. I won't even say late forties. She just looks that way. Late fifties. Abe, she damn this. Like she's gorgeous. Abe is damn the seventy. <laughs> she don't want that old Peter, and I'm still mad that they put her with um. Billy Davis. Billy. That was so random. Like, like, with that man looking like her papa. I was. <laughs> I see why she'll come back to hell. Her kids and all these older men. Get her somebody close to her age. I really do hope that Valerie kind of sticks around for. What is Shamar Moore just... doing right now? SWAT. Hell, we can bring it. Oh no, nah, we ain't got no money for that. We might have to lose. We could bring Jackie. I yeah, mean, for eight, but... I mean, you were talking about we don't have money. Nah, um, we can keep her. We good with her. What's a bet we can lose? Yeah, we can lose... Um, but I... I want to keep can go around, off around. But I don't think every character needs a love interest, to be honest. Right. Like, that, Valerie is the type... I would love to see her in town. Like, she needs to be a current cast member. Like I feel like Rafe is one of those characters that does not need a love interest, but I agree. They, I like Rafe. So they desperately like try. I think Rafe is better him. when he's not in a pairing because the only exactly. pairing of his I've really liked is Sam's. Speaking of Same. Rafe, I don't appreciate them having Rafe, Dirty Mac all on in Nicole's marriage. Do y'all know what Dirty Mac means? No. 
Dirty Mac is basically when a man, you know, you got your home girl and your home girl comes to you about the problems she having with her um boyfriend or husband. And that man goes, well, you know, he was never good for you anyway. He basically talks down on the husband slash boyfriend to try to get in the woman's draws. And that's what I feel like Rafe was doing. I feel like that's what he did. He that's what he basically did when every Nicole scene since Rafe has been back has been with Rafe. Exactly, and it's been the press and bring back Eric, please. Just bring back Eric or give us some kind of resolution to this because just I can't. Don't divorce him now, please. Oh no. my god, don't do this. Look, presume him missing at this point. You're something until they presume him missing. Presume him. Presume him missing, presume him dead until bring bring on Jacob Young. Something. Oh my god, that would make me laugh only because Greg Vaughn. Someone mentioned Billy. What is his name? Billy Miller. Uh, uh don't think Jay's young. can afford him. Too young. Is, is that I brought up somebody Jason, Jason on yes. Twitter one time. Right? Yeah, that's the, yeah. Fit, fit the part. I, think, I brought up I somebody on Twitter one honestly. time. I can't remember his name right now. But Tony, you agreed. With what? I had brought up one actor's name. I can't remember his name I at the moment. I can't see J- Jacob Young as Eric Brady. I just can't. Like, no. Because like, yeah, B and B listen, are definitely need, not even. I need an actor to fit like the part with characteristics, characteristics, but also like the look. And like, for example, on. Kyle Lauder. I didn't like his Rex Brady, but I thought he looked apart. You know? So I would like a character or an actor to at least resemble Greg Wan somehow. I don't and looked the part of Eric. Yeah, I forget what it was. Are you looking for the conversation too? Yes, I, I am. Because I'm doing the same thing. Because Mark wanna... Lawson. Yes. Yes. Oh, we... Lawson would be yeah. Fun. He could. He could work for Eric Brady. Brady. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. What is his name? Mark, Mark Lawson. Lawson. Mark Lawson. I was you about might, to say Mike. You'll you'll recognize him. Did you watch? I know him? who he is. Okay. Yeah, I did. I remember he played like Bro Brody. Yeah. Yeah. I remember him. He is. He's a good actor. He looks the part. He looks Why the part, not? and he's a great actor. And I, yeah. I could see him and um Ari burning up the sheets. So he's a little short, so they would have to like not put her in high heels so much. <laughs> well, she's naturally was, tall anyway, but we can we can work it, with it. Wasn't she taller than Greg? She was, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a. I feel like the height difference between. Mark and Ari is a little bit more oh. than it was between Greg, but that's just me and just like a visual reference thing. Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm totally done with Nicole constantly complaining about her marriage to Rafe. Yeah, I'm and it's not to... like she doesn't have a right to complain. Right, I, I just wish like she to... wasn't complaining to Rafe. Why can't she complain? Why can't she and Kate be having drinks, commiserating about their relationships? I would love to see. I that. would like to see her and Marlena talk about it. I would love to see like the ladies, the young ladies, like. Back in the day, they were just going out and eating din- dinner and just like yeah, chit-chatting. they actually had friendships. We don't get that. Yeah. Ooh, like, what about this? Nicole and Belle. Nicole, Belle, and Lonnie. Mm. Nicole and Lonnie share a sibling. Come on, like 
Oh, that's true, Brandon. Why haven't the, the show picked up on that? Like, this is so frustrating. They share something. Well, I will give them this. They are working on the friendly aspects and friendly conversations more. They are. I like their interactions more. Like, I, I remember back in October, Lonnie and Nicole shared a lot of scenes. I know Lonnie was working as a cop, like, yeah, talking with Ali. But I love that they talk to each other. Like, they were... But I would, I would love to see, like... Nicole and Belle talk it out, be like, okay, you're my sister-in-law. I know how it is to be a newlywed. What's going on? How are you feeling? I would just like to see them having fun, like a few characters having fun. Like Bonnie and Jennifer. That was a mixture I did not know I would enjoy, but it it worked pretty well. Okay, what scenes are you discussing? Because if we're talking about the scenes in Julie's place, when they're trying to make Justin and Jack jealous, that was a hard no for me. I liked it. I didn't like it. It was just like... <laughs> it it but, was just good seeing Jennifer having a good time. When was the last time we seen Jennifer actually have a good I time? I mean, I like seeing her having a good time. I like seeing characters like just chilling and having drinks or whatever. But like, make it make sense. But speaking of Bonnie, I am done with Bonnie down home country accent it was never this bad i need it to go away i kind of need them to figure out what they want to do with it did get heavy. See, judy tries to recapture like i know bonnie had that country western barn alice's bar and i i tre- think she's trying to recapture the bonnie she played back in the day but, but it's, it's just not working her accent clicking. wasn't this heavy though no, she, even it, though no, I enjoy wasn't, Bonnie, wasn't there at all. Even like, though I enjoy Bonnie, I will agree that the accent was not that heavy. No, she wasn't. She didn't have that type of accent. She at like, all. She just like she just d- did fun things when she talked, and like not not with an accent like that. No, I, I love that Chloe like, wasn't here for her though. And my uh, thing when when Chloe like basically shooed her away i was like oh thank god i, I need i just want to know listen. why she brought up mimi to philip anyway you didn't have this energy with rex so why even it, it was just stupid it was pointless mimi, please bring mimi back exactly yes it was I just stupid the, and pointless to me because we I all knew philip and mimi weren't this this leaves no impact on me as a huge mimi fan who sees them talking about her and not bringing her back. Like, you have Philip, Chloe, Brady, Sean, Belle, all of them in town currently, and you don't have Mimi. I could care less if they bring her back, but don't bring her up or you're not going to bring her back. No, I want her back. <laughs> it, it, just, her it was just very pointless. And like, when he was, she was confronting Philip about it, I was like, why? Is it's kind of so out of character for Mimi. Like, I get, like, the entire group has been, like, incestuous. (laughs) Everyone has slept with everyone. But I think they were referencing whatever was happening, like, because she was very flirtatious with Philip during Last Flash reunion. And Philip mentioned. That's so weird. Like, me. I don't know. I felt like they've stuck with how Mimi was during the Last Flash reunion because Mimi, I. She's not that type of character in my like. No, she really isn't. 
So they've stuck with it, and like the rivalry between Mimi and Chloe, like it's recast, not really a thing. Way. Like the rivalry ended back in like 2002. But Why did, are... didn't it kind of come back it... up again because Chloe was the one who exposed the whole Emily yeah, but I, it all? I know, but like that's what what I'm trying to say. Like the rivalry ended ended in 2002, and they were good friends up until. Uh, Nadia left that first I don't know back in 2003 um, and then she when she left no she left once in 2003 oh right 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 and she like returned a few times and they were Chloe and Mimi were like happy and best friends or whatever and when uh, Chloe returned in 2005 like for the last big time when Farah was on the show and whatever um, they were good friends they hugged and like Mimi found out Chloe was live and they were hugged. They were good. And that was it for like, what is it, 13 years? Fast forward 13 years. Like we haven't heard anything about them having a rivalry, nothing. And when Mimi returned, all of a sudden they were like arguing. Like what? They were like not not getting along. I there was an off-screen reason like she found out about something but I don't remember but what it was. It didn't make sense because they had buried they their their past um, issues was the main issue when Mimi returned, and that wasn't a thing for like thirteen years. So it didn't I mean, make I sense. I mean, think about it like this. And she was like a bad mouth. They, they maybe killed too. that, but if I know how I am, if I but, forgive somebody and then something else come up. That forgiven period is over for me. But nothing had come up. That was the issue for Chloe. Well, and- it, it was saying something off screen happened in between that time. But they- like, I feel like M- Mimi found out about something and was reacting that, to something. But that I wasn't it. Was. Nothing had happened. That was like, that was the main focus. Like, uh, Chloe didn't like Bonnie and like, and she had her past, like, past issues with Mimi that they had resolved. So that is why I was annoyed that this kept being a thing when it isn't. Like I've seen it. Me, Mimi is my girl. Like, come on. I guess. Like, and and the backtrack. They-, they backtracked a, a lot with this. We and I, did. But I'll give them that the, they used history. So I get it. Like, fine, it's history between these characters. Like, but don't backtrack Speaking when you resolved it. They, they. This time period for Mimi, when they, um, when she was uh, like hating Chloe up until like she became a nice, sweet person, that was like the Mimi's best time on the show. Like she had a lot of growth. I'd say the most of that group. She grew up, became a like, she was a teenager and became a woman. Like it was beautiful to witness that story. So I hate I hated seeing like them just like doing a whole mess out of it. Now, like seeing it on screen, like Mimi is this and Mimi is that, and like Chloe has an issue with her. Like I hate that they run ran with it from the Google App series. It bugs me. Speaking of history and Chloe. Kristen confronting Brady over this New Year's Eve party shit. I liked the first part. I of felt it. like this could this could have been led on for weeks at a time and led to crazy Kristen. 
but it, it fell flat again. They no, it, it, the crazy Kristen part is coming because they said in the preview that she's going to start fixating on Chloe. I hope so because this is not it. Don't flip flop. The, the crying isn't it. When she started no. crying and becoming insecure and like talking, and then it, they started talking about Lonnie and the twins at that. I all. like that we got to see the. Uh, pictures of the twins. Well, again. let's be honest. Let's but, be honest. Like, I do like the crying and mm. the insecure part. And let me tell you why. Because it goes back to history. When after John's trial and he was taken off death row, there was a lot of feelings left over between Marlena and John. During that time, Kristen was very insecure. She was crying off and on all the time. Just Asking John, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And it eventually led to her having a fixation on Marlena, which eventually led to the secret room, Lady in the Cage, and all this other stuff. So it plays a part on history. It okay. makes sense. People just, is it bad to watch? Yes. But it makes sense, and they're playing up on her pathos. So I'll give Ron his credit there. But I do want to touch on one thing um, with the Kristen, the Kristen Brady, like the first, like I said, the first part of that was great when she got angry at him. Do you feel like they might be leaning towards like possibly her breaking out of prison? Yes. I think like when they mentioned like she was doing this for Lani. No, she was not. She killed. Uh, no, she didn't kill someone. Sorry, she I stabbed did. someone. Yeah, she stabbed someone. And that old She's bastard still and uh... Huh? No, but I think they meant con- she confessed for Lonnie. Yeah. Yeah, but still, like, yeah, get that at least. But, but if she breaks she out did... and res- and is the one to rescue the twins, because this has kind of been bat- batting around in my head, how much you want to bet she's going to get like a hero's release? Most I likely. I think she might be. They're not going to have her on contract and in jail. I don't think she will be the one to find them. Like they have, they stated in, in the Soap Digest that Ilani will like think as parents and as cops. They will do everything they, they need to do to find the babies. Like they're going to do whatever they can. So I think they will be the ones finding the babies. But like the way this the scenes played out with Christian and Brady, I think she might like help them along and that will be her get out of jail free card. Mm, I think. I guess. I mean, I'm looking forward to it regardless. I'm just not here for Christian crying. Like, I'm over it. Like, Yeah, me too. I feel like we're about to see the end of that though. So, I'm looking forward to it. Do y'all want to uh, touch on Zara before we hit the good, the bad, and the ugly? Or well, we got. I want to touch on one thing with Chloe, Brady, and Philip too before we switch over to um, Xander and Sarah. Uh, the one thing, did you all expect Chloe to tell Brady about what's going on with Philip? With Philip sitting right there? Yeah, no. we saw the promo. It's in the promo. I didn't. I didn't realize I didn't that Philip was. It. I thought she was going to tell her that. off screen. I. I was like. Um, someone asked me, is that Philip? Who is it? I was like, that's Brady. Oh, no, the other po- person. I was like, yeah, but that looks like Philip. Like, I didn't, like, it didn't shock me because I thought that I didn't Philip. see that part of the, pro- like, I didn't notice that in the promo. So it, was, we- it was in the extended promo, I think, for last week. 
yeah when so i didn't notice that so when it happened on air i was oh. dying laughing oh i was like what why are people so confused i had someone dm me oh it was philip i was like duh who else who else did okay. you think <laughs> okay guys we're gonna play a little game instead because it wasn't much to talk about instead of actually talking about it in one word describe how you felt about these zero scenes useless why disappointing i can't even form like also mute because i want to mute her every time she opens her mouth what happened bro what happened like because in 2020 they had so much she's and so much she's not a soap character she's a freaking cartoon she's a caricature like, it's not even that. It's just give them a good you, story. She's Listen. a. I said it when I watched. She's a toddler. She was a having a temper body. tantrum because Xander wouldn't look at her. Like, oh, girl, what the fuck? Sit your ass down and it, shut up. I don't even like, have a problem with the character. I don't have a problem with Sarah at all. I'm I just, have a problem know. with her. She, Sarah is freaking annoying, and this voice needs to go. Yes. I'm just. I'm over this Since yesterday BS story that they had. I'm done with it. It's okay, guys. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm gonna start because I know y'all are gonna take y'all's and go with it. Me, I'm just gonna do my little drive by and dip on back. Okay. Okay. The good best scene of the week for me would have to be John using his detective skills. And figuring out that Charlie is Ava's son. Okay, um, it okay. just gave me a throwback of the good old days when John was this master detective, damn near Batman, super spy. The bad was when Lonnie thought that Julie was her birth grandma <laughs> and swallowed all of Salem Hospital. Ugh. Oh my God. It was bad, y'all. I'm sorry. I couldn't get past it. I just thought Julie was going to come out and start screaming too. But <laughs> anyways, the ugly, and y'all are going to laugh at this one, Claire playing her own personal greatest hit <laughs> before trying to seduce Charlie. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just, it was weird. It was weird. It was weird. This, and the song they, sounded like Dying Cats. I'm sorry, but it did. I wish they would get rid of this Claire singing career thing. She is not Blondie. She is not Tamara Price. Let her go. <sighs> Yeah, they need to, they need to find a, a, a different career direction for Claire, I think, because I don't think it works but with this version of Claire. They, they haven't had singers since they was had actually hiring actual singers. Marilyn McCool and God, what was her name? No, uh, Chloe was considered a singer. She used to sing at the Blue Note all the time. True, but that's different. But Gloria Longing and Marilyn McCool were actual singers before they got hired on. They were known in the singing world. Gloria Longa is Robin Thicke's mama. My God, we understood that why they had a singing career and we enjoyed hearing their music. But when we don't have any licensing fees and you keep on giving this elevator music, it's bad. But it's even worse when you play it when the person who's singing, supposedly singing it, is about to have sex. It was, and it was strictly for plot point reasons so that she wouldn't hear Marlena and Ben in the house. Hey, you know something? I would have understood that if they played it the whole time. 
But it literally was, went off. Like it just sounded like she was making noises. Like, it wasn't like a song. It with sounded lyrics. like it sounded like that song that that they played when Ben was being tortured. That supposedly Paige wrote. It's oh, kind of like right. Parks and Rec. That was. I was thinking that like that voice sounds familiar. Like. At least, it, at least it was better than that Chabby song they used to play. No, oh, I hated Chab- that Chabby song. Oh, listen. Because you're mine. I hate that song. I almost stopped watching that, days have, because of that song. I have a love-hate thing with that song. I hate that song. I, I don't like the way she sings it, but the song isn't the worst I've heard. Like, it gets they catchy. Play, but they say they play that song my... every day. Every day, it was not a day that went by. Oh, didn't play that song, and it, it was so they bad. Played it a lot General in, three years ago. They played it like a lot four years ago, like every chabby love scene. I'd oh, say. And there were a lot of them too. Oh yeah, back God. in 2017. Do you know I how remember. bad that song was for me to still remember it? So this stop day. hating on their number one hit song. I, I, Hopefully that people stick with us through these tangents and they love us anyway. So who wants to go next? Tony, I guess you can go. All right. Well, my good was Jack versus Gwen on Monday. Good pit. Um, it was literally, I saw glimpses of the Jack that I love. And I love this version of Jack because a lot of writers in days past have forgotten how serious of a character Jack is. They always used to write him for comedy. Mm-hmm. And they always forget how good he is at being a serious character who can handle issues and how much he loves his family. And well, I take that back. Them. I will say, I agree with you on the most part. They wrote um, Matthew Ashford as a more comedy yes. role. Yeah. Whereas, um, who played Mark Valley. He was a very serious Jack. Yes, I, I'm seeing that. But Matthew Ashford, they love to write for the comedy, but they forget that he can do the serious stuff. Serious, too. yes. And when they remember, it's literal. it takes my breath away. And then for me, the bad, again, I mean, he got my ugly last week, but he's going to get my bad this week. Chad and his lack of faith in his wife. I wanted to punch him in his face this entire week. So that gets my bad. And then my ugly, Sarah and Xander. Like, why? Just I, can't, why? I can't debate this one. Because it was terrible. When she was throwing around the clothes like a scene from The Great Gatsby. I was like, what is this? Me. Like, she's liter- it was literally like, look at me. Literally, she was like a little five-year-old child screaming, look at me. Yeah, I didn't like that either. <laughs> uh, that's all. Just that's it. That's all we can say. Nothing. What about you, Arya? What's your good, bad, and ugly? Um, the good for me, it's pretty obvious. When Ilani found out that their twins were missing, oh my god, my heart was breaking. Right I also love the this the few scenes with like. The romantic scenes, like him giving her the locket, that was beautiful. That was a cute scene. I just want to know uh, how he got pictures developed that quickly. 
I said the Brady, same thing when Brady, Brady got pictures. Exactly. <laughs> Have you seen the pictures? I like paused and screenshot and paused and screenshot. <laughs> There's actual pictures of the dolls they used. But oh, anyway, uh, uh, back to the good. Um, yeah, I love that. Like, I love that we got a little lead up there. Um, but that scene itself, it broke my heart. I can't wait for them to just like solve this and find their babies. Um, the bad, I'm with Tony on this one. I hated Chad like this week. I just ha- hated how he screamed at Abby and how he didn't believe her. He believed Gwen. She's only been in their life for like six months, almost a year. And he missed, uh, he doesn't trust Abby, his wife. Like, come on. And the ugly, that's Saren Xander too for me. <laughs> I, I really can't debate Charles. Like, send them off. I hope the mob kills Sarah. Thank you. That's I all. I can't blame you. I'm a Zero fan. But I really don't blame y'all. Had Claire not played that terrible music before she was getting ready to knock some boots, that would have been my ugly. I'm just tired of Sarah. Like, what is her point? Is she just on screen to annoy us? Like, I feel like, like they're moving her what? into an Aunt Maggie role but before her time. Even Maggie at her worst day doesn't annoy me as much as Sarah does right now. But no, I'm saying they're trying to move her to a Aunt Maggie role, and it's very jarring considering she's only 30. It, it just it doesn't work. They're trying to make her the spunky investigator that Jennifer was, and it just doesn't work. I know a lot of fans who used to like ship uh, Xander and Sarah like Two I years ago, do, but I was one of them too. I know you ship them still, Michael. You you still like them and whatnot, but like me and but Tony, you know for example, to work with. My God, me and so, Tony, for example, we used to like back in 2019, 18, 18, 19, late 18, uh, early 19. Yeah, exactly. We we were like intrigued by them, and they were like, I, I liked them together like I was hoping something would happen and then they hooked up and I was like oh okay I like them let's see where this goes and then, and then I, they it, dropped the ball you know who it reminds me of who? generic uh, but generic <laughs> wasn't as bad in my no opinion. generic wasn't as bad at all no, thing- no no but when I say that I mean as in they got together and oh, then the okay. writers just right but still, up. like, the thing for me, if I would have liked uh, Xander and Sarah today, I would have Xander, Xander um, embrace his messy side and Sarah struggling with it or, like, at least being as messy as him instead exactly. of being these cartoon characters. It does not work for this couple. They're Sarah trying to make them the modern-day Jack and Jen, and it's falling flat. It's, it's falling way flat. Right. Like, be a messy couple. That's fine. I could and see, like, if we still have Stefan, uh, Stefan and Gabby would be, like, the villainy type of vix- vixen, villain type of bad, but you still love them. Love, like, love to hate them couple. Like, what? You know or what I mean? if they were going to try to make them the modern-day Jack and Jennifer, like, at least have Xander... Is- you could have like, up uh, to what he's done. You could have like the evil type of 
couple. Xander isn't even my issue with them. It's Sarah. Yeah, same. I would like like to have a few couples that fall into these these different types of like good, Archetype, bad, evil, yeah. messy. Like Xara would be like messy if I was writing, and Stabby if we still had Stefan. He they would be the evil couple that everyone hated. You know, kind of like everyone in. It's Tom hard to put Gabby and I'm sorry, but. It's hard for me to put Gabby in an evil category. But no, she, it's not. Not after what she did. I say I anti-heroin. When I say evil, I don't say like evil. I'm gonna torture everyone in town. I mean like this the bad vixen. boy and bad girl. Okay. Like everyone see, in town hates, but they, they like. I see Gabby as an anti-heroine. Mainly because a lot of things. She, did you say heroin or anti? Anti-heroin. Okay. Mainly because a lot of things you can see why she's doing it. It's terrible and she shouldn't be doing it. But I completely understand why. She has strong motives. But like the way she She executes them is like what what is what are you doing? What is you doing, baby? I I don't mind Gabby. Like currently I'm just neutral. I'm just hoping. And I'm hoping for like uh, for nothing because I know it's gonna be bad, just based on what what has been said. But like, I don't want her to come back and chase Jake. Hopefully, she'll come back on Mr. Shin's arm, and Jake will be jealous. Oh, okay, okay, so. okay. But I, anyway, I back that. to back to um, what I was saying before. Yeah, I think I was done with my good, bad, and ugly. Okay, it's time for the moment we've all been waiting for. Our new segment, You're Watching It Wrong. Oh. Mm. Can I go first? Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. All right. This is is going to be a general statement, and then I'm going to get more specific. If you do not watch the show, please shut the fuck up. Just please shut the fuck up. Because uh, I've been seeing tweets on it all week. People have, are claiming to watch the show, but they don't actually watch the show. And then you've got actual articles coming out every single week where people get shit wrong. Specifically, this TV fanatic article. And it got so much stuff wrong, I couldn't even finish it. They are so biased against Eli and Lonnie that I swear to God, if any other couple had this story, they'd be loving it, but they can't stand it because it's Eli and Lonnie. Mm-hmm. They, they are so against John and Marlena that they try to twist Marlena into this weak-minded character just because she had the self-respect and respect for her granddaughters to wait for John and wait for the full story. She's not going to tell a story that she doesn't freaking know. If you don't like the show, if you don't want to watch the show, please stop talking about it. Exactly. I'm seeing complaints while saying the show is bad and the show is... If you want to watch and hope for the better, fine. But like, if you're complaining just to complain, what is the point of watching? But go on, Tony. I'm sorry I jumped in. That's completely 100% my point. Because there, there were people all week trying to give Steve credit for the thing that John did and 
people who clearly aren't watching saw the spoiler pictures of what turned out to be Ava's hallucination. And I remember that. I saw that. I was like, come on. Like, you guys- if you actually watched and paid attention, you would realize that Charlie's in a completely different wardrobe than he was in the episode prior, which means that this isn't real. Like, if you but, were watching, you wouldn't know that wasn't real. But exactly. you don't pay attention. But you don't pay attention unless your favorites are on the screen. And when you only watch a part of the show, uh, but you try to act like you watch the full show, you just end up looking stupid. Like, I'm tired of like just watch the show and base your complaints on that exactly and if you don't watch to ask and if you don't watch nobody's forcing you to watch nobody's forcing you to watch if you don't want to watch don't fucking watch just keep your mouth shut can we talk about how these complaints about ilani's story like for a minute here because i'm seeing complaints about oh the story's awful this story has been done It's freaking two days old. 48 hours. 48 freaking hours. Sorry. No, you can curse. It's fine. Like, come on. This, let me just say this. It's a soap. This has been around for like 56 years this year. Well, it just turned 55, but it's in its 56th. Exactly. A lot of tropes will be reused. You will see some repetitive stories. I will give you that. But when the same trope, when the, when one trope is used for a couple, just because it was used last year for another couple character or storyline doesn't mean it's repetitive. It means that this couple gets to deal with this trope. Just because this couple married or this couple had this kidnapping back in the 80s doesn't mean another couple can't have it today. How do you expect the storylines to like unfold? So um, let's say... Who's necessarily saying it's going to unfold the exact same way? The exact same way. Someone said like Roman and Marlena did this in... Roman and Marlena from 1984 called this already happened. And I was like, girl, Ilani called, and this is like 30 plus something years later. Shut up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, this is different. And if we're going to be real, the last baby that got kidnapped from the hospital not long after they were born, if I remember correctly, was Andrew Donovan. A kidnap or I, I'm. I'm thinking switch, but that was last year. But kidnapped, I don't know. Because Andrew Donovan was was kidnapped from the hospital and gone for a year. Kim did not get her baby back for almost a year. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, like he was off rate, like being raised. Was that the last kidnapping, like straight from the hospital? Straight from the hospital, I believe so, yes. Because I remember like... Last year when when there was the switching, but that was a baby switch. That was, that was not, a baby switch. A... The last time a baby was kidnapped specifically straight from the hospital, I believe, was Andrew, which was in 1986. Wow, that's a long time ago. But still, yeah. like, it's not comparable. Like, some a baby being kidnapped happens to, 
like a lot of couples on the and show. And this is the first solo story that Eli and exactly. Lonnie have had. It's, why, it's are we, why is anybody bitching about that? You should be happy that they have sole focus and it's on their family and it's not in support of another character. It's not in opposition to another character. It's other it characters possibly supporting them, which is about freaking time. Exactly. Like, and, and that's the point of it all. The moral of the story is if you don't like it, don't say anything on it, which goes listen, into my. It's either the mind. obvious or it's just fans hating Ilani or whatever. But, like, how can you complain? Either way, how can you complain about a story that's only two days old? You don't know how it's going to unfold because nothing aside from babies being taken has happened. How, like, are, are we a week in? No. Are we two months in? No. We're freaking two days in. How? Like, I want, I want someone to genuinely explain to me this is how it's going to unfold. And also, since we're on the Vivian is possibly the kidnapper route route um i'm seeing fans complain that she might be the kidnapper and like she hates lonnie what do you expect like i get Just say you want vivian back for your own wishful storytelling and go exactly i get it if you don't like lonnie but like she does have they do uh, they have a history like Vivian came to interrupt their wedding, Vi- Lonnie shot Stefan, and yeah, maybe Vivian got over it this summer. Maybe she just like accepted that she had Jake, but that still doesn't heal her wounds. Her son is still dead, and now seeing that Lonnie has twins, twins, not just one baby, twins, that might might even anger her even more. So. But like I would, I would have liked to see Vivian with like other characters in town as well, like characters she has ties with, like John, Marlena, and not just Ilani. But we'll see. So Michael, what's your watching it wrong? Okay, so she knows Salts decided to post an article, interview from Ron about what's next for Chabby. And the disgruntled Chabby fan, I'm not going to read her ad, basically says, let me ask you this. Would you ever write Jarlena this way or sin? No, you wouldn't. The backlash for this story is warranted because this is apparently the only story you know how to write for them, and you also ignore their history. Child, I- I'm just saying it like this and leave it be. Stop trying to compete these couples when they don't compare. John and Marlena have been together for 30 years. They are in their 70s. Why on God's green earth would they be dipping and doing it outside of each other at 70 years old? I already have an issue with John being 70 and doing all these heroic trips and all. But you know what? It's John. I'm going to give it to him. But at 70, I highly doubt he's going to step on Marlena and Marlena is going to do the same. As for sin, they have not been married that long. And I'm not even a sin fan for real, but they have have not been married that long. They have not been together that long to be dipping and doing it outside of each other. So for you to try to compete and compare these fans when they don't compare, at this point, 
Shabby is trashed in my opinion. I don't care if they get together or not. I have I want nothing to do with them. It's over and done with. But to keep trying to compare these couples when they're, they're not even in the same age age bracket. Exactly. I feel like seeing I feel like seeing is younger, whereas Jarlena are two generations ahead of them. Exactly. So like so why is this even a thing? Why did you they bring could that maybe up? compare Chabby and Ilani? Like I get just on, a, to, on an age range. I hate comparisons in, in general. I feel like that if your that couple has was been that a, good, why didn't you make your own point without having to bring somebody else's couple into it? I think that's like, my issue. They're they're referring to like how Ron is writing a certain couples or not, but still, like I think it, it was before Ron. Before Ron, they were written terrible. Yeah, but like in general, comparing couples. It's just not how uh, the way to go because every couple is written different, differently. Every couple is different, and if we're gonna gonna lay it all down, no one has had a good story aside from just one under Ron's pen. And I'm talking younger couples. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I think that is a deeper conversation for another time. I agree with Ariel. I'm just I'm just honest because if we talk about Chabby quickly. The good was double wedding and Chabby and Paris. Bad. That's it. Everything else. Yes. Ilani, the kidnapping has potential for them and it could be their best story. Bad. Everything from 2019 and 20. That has been meh. Shell. They haven't had really much of a storyline until the Jan non-wedding. Sorry. Non-wedding and Jan drama. So that was good. Sin, in my opinion. What was good was their initial build-up. Everything from 2019 and 20 has been dumpster fire. I don't agree. Yeah, I know. I'm going through this quickly. The brainwash story had potential, but it dwindled. It, because it dwindled so fast. And if we Zara, if we talk about Zara, Stabby, and Wilson, they haven't had a good story under Ron that I particularly liked or remembered. Stabby had that push and pull back in 2019, but it wasn't much of a story. I don't know. I'm just like in. I don't know what to think and about they that. But I, but Eric I enjoy Cole. them. They and painted Eric Cole, Eric Cole as background characters. Yeah. So like under Ron's pen, none of these couples has had more. They've had at least one story that's been good. And let's just face Otherwise, that, since no. we're being honest with people here. I just. I, oh, I've been continue. seeing it on Twitter a lot. I've been seeing on Twitter a lot. Shabby just isn't doing it for anybody anymore anyways. So to sit here and try to pull these couples that people are actually looking forward to watch to try to boost your argument is a shitty thing to do. And I'm just going to leave First of all, you should not want to bring Jarlena into any argument where you're not actually going to be factually correct because we will come for you when you do that. Exactly. Like it doesn't Everybody make coming sense. for Tom like, and Alice at this point. Exactly. Jarlena fans don't play. Like, if you're going to bring up our couple, you better come correct, or we're going to come for you. But again, like, I, uh, but here's I the thing. had to go through all of these couples to like just remember what they have had, like their stories and whatnot. But like, honestly, none of these couples have had a good, really solid storyline aside from just mainly one or. T- 
possibly two, but that's it. Like you can't even compare these younger couples. And, and with here's the thing, and Carolina. I'm gonna circle back to this. I'm gonna or younger, to younger, young-ish. I don't know. I'm gonna circle young. back to this again. We're 30 years down the line with Jarlena. We're still trying to check on what their family is doing. Whereas Chabby, our ten, our ten years down the road, and it's mixed. You have those diehard Chabby fans, and then the rest of us, it's kind of like I really don't care at this point. Especially after the events that took place these last few weeks, people are over them. It's done. So stop trying to use these older legacy characters and couples. Hell, I might even say Sin is a legacy couple now because here we are. But stop trying to compete and compare these couples when it's clear that your couple is going down a road that's probably unreturnable. This but is like I think like comparing world. comparisons in general because it has been a, a, such an issue with fans. Like it needs to stop. Compare your ship to your ship. Like compare, like if you you are a Wilson fan or Zara fan, Zara fan. Like compare to how they were. There are very few, but they exist. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm just saying the couples I have right in front of me. Sorry. I'm just reading off the list that I wrote down. But like if you have couples that you ship, compare them to how they were written a year ago. Or Or even if you. You How see a parallel move? to another couple and it makes sense, then you can compare them in that way. Exactly. I usually compare Where Lonnie is to Lonnie. And Abigail competing with Marlena and John. They're not, or they shouldn't be. No, they barely compare with Jack and Jennifer. Like, I'm just like saying that drop the comparison with the but then couples again, that go back decades. Like co- comparing the younger couples that it, from 10 years ago to today and compare them with like Jarlena and like the super couples from back in the 80s it just don't doesn't it's hold stupid. up it's stupid it's stupid it doesn't hold but then up. again do it. I'm biased because I never saw side for Chad and Abigail anyway she should have stayed with Dario or oh Mary, Cam- ah, or Mary no, Cameron no, Davis no. and that's all I'm gonna say on the situation <sighs> okay Okay, guys, I guess, well, since we got all that out the way, got all our frustrations out, it's time for our final thoughts and promo session. My final thought is, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Me too. That's my final thought as well. I also have a question for you, Tony. It's in my notes. Okay. So you say that um, in the coming weeks, we are going to see Ben on his journey looking for Sierra. Do you think he's going to find her? Yes, and if I do. So, and if so, do you think we should have a recast Hope back? Um, I wouldn't be opposed to a recast Hope. I don't see the show doing it. Me either, but I would not be opposed to it. Uh, I think I don't think that Ben is going to find her right away. I think we, the audience, are going to know that she's alive. Yeah, that that was something I, like, the impression I got when... Um, From the preview, when, right? Exactly. Like, it said, like, it may not be... It may not be as crazy as it sounds. Plus, exactly. That was, was a, like, me thinking, oh, we're going to see, like, maybe... Okay, 
something of Sierra's like a clothing or something like that. No, I think I think that's actually more than that. There was a You think you will see like her face or because like, mm-hmm, there was a leaked audition scene back well, at the end of I, September. I, I keep seeing that, like people. I, okay, preferably, I'd rather it be we all think she's dead, and then she pops up in like a year or two. That I Next don't year? think. I, I know that's probably not going to happen, but it's that... not going to. First of all, we don't have the t- we don't have that kind of time. This is my issue, though. Like they should have built up more to this. Like all of a sudden, oh, Ben is like. He's starting to think uh, he hasn't let, let let that go, but we've barely seen him. That's the issue. Well, I think that's more of an episode guarantee thing than anything. Yeah, because I mean they front loaded them from like they June did. to September. We were getting them two to three two to three days a week consistently. Yeah, that's true. So I get like I get that reason. Like they can't use the uh, use like him as much but like just for me personally I would have rather have seen him I don't care for the character most part but at least like a lead up to it because I don't know I felt like but it's also kind of been there too I mean it's been subtle but it's been there but it's been there but barely like he's barely been on screen that's the point yeah i know i wish i wish we could have seen him more too and i wish they would have played it a little bit differently than they have been but i'm excited for where the story is gonna go yeah i'm just wondering how they're they're gonna find her and well i think that she's being held captive by somebody but i think that Vincent, he's in jail, right? Right, but I think the pilot of the plane took her on Vincent's orders. Oh, maybe. Because the way Vince, Vincent has been, been acting, he's like, it's been kind of like. Oh, he's been twisting the knife. There's no way yeah, he's actually dead. He's not legit. Like, I wish he would get in jail, personally. Personally. Like, there, there's. Give me a Stefano vibe something off about him like i know and he was so close to actually spilling the truth and then sean showed up <laughs> i was like son of a bitch we were so close yeah that's what i'm what i'm saying like he's he's trying to like beat him oh 100 and at least ben knows that like i feel like everything that he's been doing to try to go through the motions because he feels deep down that she's out there he can feel it he can sense it but he's trying to ignore it because he feels like he should believe that he's dead, but she's dead because that's what people have been telling him. But he doesn't. Yeah, I get that he doesn't. But like the issue for me is the pacing for him because it has been bad ever since like, uh, at least since Victoria was off contract status, like and ba- to recurring I don't know. It's been like up and down. We haven't seen him. And that's not on her. I'm not but, saying that. No, I know. But I don't think we would have seen much of them, even if she were still on contract because of the episode guarantee thing. I still don't think we would have seen as much of them. I don't think his screen time would have been I think any. We will, had we will she, have, see if, if, uh, if it continues now that this story is about to take off. If it's going to be the same thing, like just seeing him once a week or every three weeks and just like barely 
I don't think so, though, because I don't think Rob would stick around if that were the case. I think he, you know, because he said in interviews, he, you know, he wants to be used. So if the show were not doing that, I don't think he would stick around. The fact that he's I there. I feel like we're going to have another Eric Motsoff situation. Not Eric Motsoff, but Greg Vaughn situation. But I mean, mean a lot of a lot of cast members have stuck around and haven't have barely been used. Exactly. So. I feel like like Lamone and Sal, they were just basically just characters who were oh Lonnie and Eli. Well, Lamone. I and feel Sal like Ken them. and um Al have been feeding pipe dreams basically to these people he hasn't been using lately. Like he basically did Greg Bond and he just might what is um what is his name? Who plays Ben again? Robert Scott Wilson. Yes. I call him RSW. <laughs> I was trying to think of his whole name. Oh. But I feel like it's gonna get to the point where he's doing the same thing he was doing with Greg Bond. I don't think so. I, I don't know. I feel like it's different. Because I'm popping him popping in with Marlena gave Eric vibes because that's something they would deal with Eric. <laughs> like, I feel like the way they have been using him up, up until... No, it's still the same. The way they, ha- they have been using him since September up until today, like recently, I don't... I don't see it changing that much. So that Me works. Either. That's what I'm saying. They're from the, the they storyline. No, I feel. I, I feel like it, it is getting ready to change. I feel like they. But seeing as like Victoria being on recurring, and we don't know. Like you guys don't know how. Like, we don't know how often we will see her. Or yeah, but and pe- how people like, have been recurring on this show for years, and you never, you would never tell the difference. I mean, hell, Brandon Barash was recurring on the show both as Brandon, both as Stefan and as Jake until like what two months ago was when they put him on contract and we saw jake pretty consistently yeah but i'm not talking about that i'm just talking about like i don't know if they they're sure what to do with him in the meantime and that's also why um he's barely been seen and i think that's just an episode guarantee thing honestly yeah, that's my uh, that's that's a possibility, but I'm not too sure. Like, I feel like they're not sure where to have been uh, while Sierra's like dead or like presumed dead. So they've been just adding him into different stories, and like, I'm not too sure how this story is gonna unfold. To be honest, because of all this uncertainty. Well, you're not my ship. I don't care about sin. So <laughs> basically, whatever. But since that's kind of how I was feeling about it. But but I I feel I feel like we're heading in for some good things. I think that I think in the next month or so, it's going to be very telling, and I think we're going to see a shift. And I think we're going to be we're we're already seeing a shift. So no, but I mean specifically. Oh, for, for sin, Ben, no. for sin, oh, for and ben. for Ben, I think going into February and February sweeps, I think it's going to really amp up and pick up and I'm really excited to see where it goes. I'm really excited to see how this Jarlena every Jarlena family moment. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh I'm excited excited for Sammy's return too. Me too. I'm excited for a lot of things um 
during February sweeps. I'm guessing that's probably when Ilani saves the baby. Babies, sorry. Well, I don't know. With Paulina somehow tying into, I think that will be the story, next story. But if Paulina, if 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 this oh. kidnapping enter, connects to her entrance somehow, this is going at least to March. Yeah, oh, but I God. think like this story will be an umbrella story to bring Paulina in. And, right, know? but it's not getting resolved till at least March. If her. I don't know. I don't know. I think like this would be a good story to like resolve around February sweeps, and then like because of it happening, Paulina shows up somehow. I think like this will be one story, and it will unfold to another when she shows up, which excites me even more because we have one dramatic story come going on right now, and it will unfold to another dramatic story we have no clue about. So. Yeah, I'm just curious to see how how she will show up, and this daughter um, of hers. I'm just trying to think like how what her ties could be. Like, could she be a relative to Abe, or is she the the girlfriend? I don't know. A new girlfriend, a love interest, future wife. Yeah, but they they were dropping anvils, so we'll see what what is going to happen with all of this. But I'm really excited, and I'm excited for Jarlena's blended and messy family, (laughs) as I call them. Um, And then there is, what else is there happening? I'm also intrigued by the whole Gwen drama, so there's a lot of stuff happening Next week, I'm really excited. That promo looks amazing. And Sean and Belle are back. And just from the preview picture that I saw, which is now my profile picture on Twitter for the moment, uh, Wedded Bliss looks really good on them. Huh? For Sean and Belle, Wedded Bliss looks really good. Oh, right, right. It does. I hope hope they tell, uh, like, the characters in town where, where they were on their honeymoon. I'm hoping it was Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, right, right. Me too. I saw that. I saw those <laughs> tweets. I was like, yeah, that would be so cute. But we'll see. Maybe they had a staycation like Ilani did. <laughs> well, no, because they weren't in the house. They right, were right, right, right. I just watched the episodes <laughs> last week. <laughs> Maybe they had a, some type of stay staycation in Salem. But they were like um incognito. <laughs> I really do hope they tell us where they went. I'm really excited yeah, to kind of find out. Same. Well, guys, I think that's it. <laughs> um, all right, guys, you can find us each, each of us on Twitter. Me, I am at underscore the T H E E Maverick. Um, you can find Tony at X O Tony Roney X O. And we can find Ariette at Ariette underscore out. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> and you can definitely find us at our official. We got a Twitter, y'all. We did it. It took some convincing, <laughs> but I got him to make us one. <laughs> our official podcast Twitter at Soap Dish Style. I'm excited, y'all. This Me too. Good week. Me too. And I just want to give a quick shout out to all of our 
new listeners, uh, we've gotten all of your positive feedback and we love it. So keep listening and keep telling us what you think because we love to hear it. Thank you for following us. We didn't expect to see this reaction, but it makes us so happy. So thank you. (laughs) Thanks, guys. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.